You're listening to 20,000 Hertz. I'm Dallas Taylor. Go. Tommy Edison is a successful film critic, but there's one famous movie he just couldn't get through. Everybody, oh, you gotta see The Matrix. It's the greatest movie in the world. It's so great, blah, 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 blah. And I must have watched it a half a dozen times and got nowhere. Maybe 10, 12, 14 minutes in and that was it. But Tommy's movie-going experiences tend to be different than most. I'm known on YouTube as the blind film critic. That's right, Tommy is blind and a well-known film critic on YouTube. When he discovered audio description, everything changed. Go. In the corridor, one of the dark-suited agents steps out of an elevator. Trinity takes off in the other direction. She opens a door to a fire escape and spots another agent in the alley below. Trinity leaps a 10-foot gap from one building to the next. Behind her, the agent takes the leap in stride, followed by five cops. One cop jumps short, lands on the building's ledge, and pulls himself over. Trinity sprints up and down peaked metal rooftops, keeping ahead of the agent and cops. Trinity races across a rooftop and leaps off the edge. Pumping her legs, she rises through the air, arcing over a two-lane street. The cops watch as the agent makes the same flying leap. That's impossible. That was from the audio-described version of The Matrix. When you watch a movie online, you usually have multiple audio options. These audio options can include different languages like Spanish or French. But in this case, it's a track describing what's happening on screen for those with visual impairments. Then I understood what made this movie so great and what was so special about it. That was the thing that really turned me on to audio description. You know, it sort of changed my life. For example... Daredevil, I tried to watch the first couple of episodes without audio description, and I could not have been more lost. And then they got it together and got the audio description on. And, like, I knew that the flashbacks were happening, you know, all different kinds of things, and it made so much more sense. Plus, the descriptions of the fights are incredible. The passenger door is flung open as Fisk, face twisted in rage, yanks Anatoly from the car and flings him down. The Russian springs to his feet and punches at Fisk, who doesn't budge. His hands are like hams pounding at Anatoly's head. He yanks him up by the neck and throws him down, the city skyline in the background. Anatoly brings out a blade. He slashes Fisk across his coat sleeve, revealing not skin, but a fibrous material, body armor. Fisk pins him to the side of the SUV and breaks his arm. You embarrassed me! Many online shows don't have audio descriptions, and even Daredevil, a Netflix original series about a blind superhero, had to have activists rally to have it described. It was kind of strange, because I thought, you guys are making a show that features a blind character. Why is it not accessible to the blind? My name is Robert Kinget. I am a journalist, author, and essayist. I was legally blind until my last birthday when I had a glaucoma attack. Now I don't see light, I don't see shadows, I don't see anything at all. 
you tend to rely a lot more on your vision than you might realize. So I kind of have to learn everything over again. Whether it's in your everyday life or while consuming entertainment, when you're blind, your understanding of what's going on can hinge completely on your sense of hearing. Hearing is everything. The first time I watched a TV show with description, it was that Sunday show. Summer totally sucks. There's nothing to do. Jackie looks to hide. He meets her gaze. Her lips part, his lips press, their eyebrows raise, she inhales, his pecs ripple, and they kiss. They resume watching TV. And from then on, I was hooked. I was like, oh, now I get why my sighted people around me are laughing. Okay. Federal law requires major television networks to each provide 50 hours a year of visually impaired accessible shows. But that's only in the top 60 markets. And there's no requirements at all for online streaming platforms like Netflix or Hulu. I don't have cable in my house. I have an Apple TV. And I had to hunt and hunt for a movie that has audio description. In about 10 years or so, I don't think many people are going to actually be watching TV. I think everything is going to be online. So let's try to get ahead of the curve and make things accessible for streaming platforms. And the law is not in the 21st century as of yet. More and more people are tuning in online. And even the shows and movies that had audio descriptions elsewhere, like on broadcast or Blu-ray, didn't offer the track during streaming. I was trying really hard to at least say, okay, well, here's a TV show that has audio description. Why can't you just reach out to the studios and get the track and then layer it on as a separate track on your service? And for years, they said we did not have the technical means. They said that we don't know where to begin. Regardless of how many people at a company might want to help, cutting through all of the red tape to get any corporate entity to spend money can be difficult. The American Council of the Blind jumped in. So in a settlement, Netflix has agreed to describe all of their original content and they will make efforts to get the tracks from movies and TV shows if they exist. And now that it is on Netflix, Hulu should have no technical problem. If it's on Netflix, then it can occur on YouTube and other places. The demand for audio descriptions is finally on the rise, but it's a relatively new technology and there are still no real standards for it. But that's beginning to change. We'll get to that in just a minute. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Audio descriptions are becoming more and more common, but it's still a relatively new development with little standardization. 
Fortunately, people like Colleen Connor are working to change that. I started a business called Audio Description Training Retreats with a woman who has been a describer for about 10 years. We are training people to be audio describers for media and art for the blind. We want to create a certification. We want to create at least a standard of audio describers coming up with some sort of rules and some sort of curriculum for practice. And of course, that starts with quality. Something that makes a good audio describer or a good script is being able to pare down your words. They don't have to be complete sentences. The person can still hear what's going on. You have to think of it as, what is the dialogue cover? What is that sound effect cover? If the phone rings, you don't have to say, the phone rings, because we just heard it. So it's a different way of thinking about things. You have to be observant as a describer, and the best description is something that eventually, about 15 minutes in, you don't even notice it anymore. It becomes the narrator of the story. From the creators of Tangled and Wreck-It Ralph, a carrot-nosed colite snowman shuffles up to a purple flower peeping out of deep snow. Ooh, hello. <laughs> he takes a deep sniff. <sighs> His nose lands on a frozen pond. A reindeer looks up and pants like a dog. <gasps> Seeing the reindeer slip on the ice, the snowman smiles and moves towards him, though actually he's running on the spot. The reindeer falls on his chin. Good audio description will get you set up for whatever emotionally needs to be conveyed, but it doesn't try to describe absolutely everything so that you can have your own conclusions for things. Audio description is not there to interpret. You are not belittling your audience by interpreting anything. You wouldn't say, Mary is really, really sad. You would say, Mary cries. You don't want to distract from the action. You're being someone's eyes and filling in that visual picture so that they can follow along with the rest of the experience. Having access to the movies and television shows that influence our culture is important for all of us. And many people who are blind can sometimes feel isolated from the rest of the world. Unfortunately, the biggest hurdle for this technology is simply awareness. If the studio and the directors and the people writing this content, if they're not aware that audio description is existing, they're not going to put it in the contract. It's so important to focus on the positivity and have it be a positive thing for everyone. It's such a cool service. And this service just doesn't have to be for the visually impaired. Think about it. You're listening to a story right now, not watching it. How cool would it be to catch up on your favorite TV shows and movies on a road trip, or on your morning jog, or while doing the dishes? Storytelling encompasses all of our senses. There are times when seeing something tells a story, or hearing something tells a story. Touch, taste, and smell can all tell a story. Even if you've watched a movie or a television show in the past, your mind might unlock something new simply by hearing it. Audio descriptions were created as a tool to aid in accessibility, but this is simply storytelling, and it's a huge win for all of us. 
20,000 Hertz is produced out of the studios of DeFacto Sound, a sound design team dedicated to making television, film, and games sound incredible. Find out more at DeFactoSound.com. This episode was produced by Mylon Fitzwater Barrows. And me, Dallas Taylor. With help from Sam Sneebly. It was edited by Mylon Fitzwater Barrows. And mixed by Nick Spradlin. A special thanks to Tommy Edison. He has some really cool videos on YouTube that you should definitely check out. You can find him over on YouTube under The Blind Film Critic. Also, a big thanks to Robert Kingett and Colleen Connor. And finally, we need your help getting the word out about 20,000 Hertz. The only way anyone will know about the show is if you tell them. Is there somebody out there that you think would love this show? If so, you can send them a text, you can post this show to Facebook or Twitter, or you can borrow their phone and subscribe for them. Thanks for listening. 